coming up, raising teenagers and with a smile on your face. You are listening to At Home in Jerusalem, the podcast on H.com. I'm your host, Heather Dean. And this week, my guest is Rabbi David Orlovsky, the internationally renowned speaker whose lectures have inspired thousands of people for over 30 years. And this week, we're speaking about raising teens with a smile on your face. And by the way, you can visit the website, RabbiOrlovsky.com, which features Rabbi Orlovsky's audio and video classes, articles, ebooks, and details of his upcoming speaking engagement. And for more information and to contact Rabbi Orlovsky about speaking in your community, visit rabbiorlovsky.com. That's R-A-B-B-I-O-R-L-O-F-S-K-Y.com. Welcome, Rabbi David Orlovsky, to At Home in Jerusalem. Thank you. Pleasure to be here. Well, what are your first thoughts when someone says they're the parent of teenagers? I share with them the blessing that my mother gave me. Thank God I don't have to bring up kids today. (laughs) (laughs) I was speaking once. I was doing two lectures back, you know, back to back in the community. One was called uh, "How to Deal with Suffering," and the other one was uh, "Raising uh, Teenagers." And someone said, "Isn't that the same talk?" <laughs> oh, no. Aye, aye. Um, you know, is it a given rule that all teenagers are rebellious in some form? No, no, and that's why I love it when you have a parenting class. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is one mother who says, the important thing is just to let your children know how you feel and set limits. So my daughter says, I want to buy this outfit. And I say, no, I don't think that's what we should wear in our family. And she says, okay, mommy. And sometimes she wants to go someplace and I'm not comfortable with it. And I said, I don't think you should go. And she says, okay, mommy. And she brings two or three of these examples. And every woman in the room is like sinking mm-hmm. into the ground like I'm the biggest failure, you know. Mm-hmm. And I tell these women, I said, don't you understand God gives the particularly challenging children to the really talented parents. God knows you can't handle anything. It's not brilliant parenting that if a kid says something and you say no and the kid says, okay, mommy, mm-hmm. that doesn't really take too much, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. So God just gave it to you because he knew that if you had one of the teenagers like we have, you'd just kill yourself because <laughs> you have no idea how to deal with it. So yeah, life is really challenging. And the better the parent, the more challenging are the children that you got because God mm. believes in you. Hmm. Nice. Okay. You know, every generation says that this generation's teenagers are the most difficult ever in no. the history of civilization. No, not no, true. No, okay. it's definitely not true. <laughs> you can't even compare it because society, um, those of us who remember during the youth rebellion that started in the 60s and went into the 70s, suddenly the world was turned upside down. So that when I was growing up, right, you never told your parents no. It, w- it wasn't even an, it wasn't really an option. Right, right, not your parents said something, you, you did it. Mm-hmm. You might mumble and grumble if they weren't looking. Mm-hmm. Otherwise they were like, what? Nothing. You know, mm-hmm. mumble under your breath, you know. Now you tell a kid to do something and they say, no. Mm-hmm. And you're like, Oh my gosh, didn't you get the memo? You know what I mean? I'm the parent. You are the child, right. you know? And the parenting experts tell you, well, times have changed. You can't tell parent, kids what to do. You see, because then they'll, they'll give up, they'll run away, they'll be destructive, they'll, you know? So now I tell my kids, my kids tell me things. 
and I can mumble under my breath if they're not looking. Otherwise, they're like, "What?" I said, "Nothing." Right, right. No, this whole idea that we that we need to that we feel compelled to walk on eggshells, and this isn't just um, parenting books and columns everywhere in every type. No, of... No, society has collapsed. And, but it's also even in Jewish religious magazines and publications. Sure, because We're because walking we on are, we live in a world. Yeah. You know, if you can go off to a desert island and you can make things different, well, we could talk about it. But if you want to put it into a meta-historical sense, I heard once from the the great sage of Moshe Shapiro who passed away this past year, um, that, uh, that he said that when you reach the end of time before the Messianic era, right? So it says that all the nations of the world will turn against their father in heaven. So one way you know that you're in the Messianic era is if children turn against their parents for no good reason. For no good reason. So if that makes you feel any better, that means that the Messiah is around the corner. <laughs> and in the meantime, mm -hmm. take a lot of medication. Okay. <laughs> what, what are some important ground rules for teens at home? It all depends. It depends on what kind of kid you're dealing with. And mm -hmm. that's why when you have one kid who, you know, is, uh, you know, um, uh, abusive, uh, one kid who has got all kinds of problems and things like that, mm. that doesn't mean you have to lower the standard for the entire house. And that's why sometimes a kid will say, how come I have to do this mm. and he doesn't? Right. And mm. say, he's a, he's, you don't worry about that. You do what you have to do. Mm -hmm. He's got his own issues. Mm -hmm. So I remember I spoke to David Cohen once and he said, look, when you have a kid where there's problems and there's uh, difficulties, you have to decide what are your red lines. What are my absolute red lines? And if they pass those red lines, and I don't know what those are, mm -hmm. every person has to figure out how far I'm willing to go. A guy who invites in other people for a drug orgy in your house might be a red line. That's you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm not really here to judge. Everyone has to make their own decisions. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, for me, that would more or less. Yeah. He says, when you reach that line, you have no choice but to ask the kid to leave your house. He, and then he stopped and he said, but don't look too closely <laughs> because, you know, a lot of parenting is to be deaf and dumb. You know, mm -hmm. I should say blind and deaf. Mm -hmm. You know, you, you don't have to catch. The, there was a, there, there's a rule in management. It says catch someone doing something right. Yeah. Yeah. 90% yes. mm -hmm. of what we say to our kids is negative. Right. Uh, my father never said anything nice. He he held that it was a it was it was a philosophy. He says when you do something right, I expect it. When you do something wrong, you know that's my job. Mm -hmm. And they realized in in offices that's not true. You know, if you want to get your employees to be productive, yes. you catch them doing something right yeah. and say, "Wow, you handled that great. That was terrific." Yeah. And that's very emboldening for the employee. Yeah, and, and it's very emboldening for a parent too because yes. if we spend our whole time saying negative things, it affects us as much as it affects the kids. And if you keep turning around and saying, oh, what a good kid you are. Look what you did. Oh, you did the dishes. Oh, you helped with this. Oh, you cleaned up your... What a terrific kid you are. The more you say that, the more you start to realize it for yourself. I don't mean believe it. I mean, you start to realize it. Yeah. Most people aren't all bad. It's just we notice the bad. Right, right. You know, the, I also want to talk about um, moodiness with teenagers because teenagers, they're no longer children. They're not yet full-fledged adults uh, paying their own bills and rent. That was, that was the famous song so, and chorus line. Hello 12, oh, hello right, 13, right. hello love. <laughs> Time of doubt to break out, yeah. it's a mess. Right. It's a mess. Right. Time to go, time to grow, adolescence. Right, right, right. Too old, to, too young the, to take over, too old to ignore. Right. Gee, I'm almost ready, but what for? Right. That right. is the main 
principle. A teenager is not here, not there. And that's why we send messages to them. They say, you're old enough now to know better. Right, and you're right. too young to do this. So which one is it? Am I too young or am I too old? Mm-hmm. So so with that comes, even just with all the changes going on inside them, around them. So again, the moodiness. So, you know. You have to remember also that there's buckets of hormones that are oozing right. through their body so right. that they are crazy. If, they, yeah. if at times you look at this kid and you say, he's crazy, it's because they are crazy, you know? And so the kids start screaming at you. He says, I can't believe it. I can't believe he did that to me. I, mm. I was dead. I was dead. And you're like, what are you upset about? I don't know, okay? I don't know. Oh, no. You happy? Are you happy? I don't know. Mm. Like, and parents just look at you like, I don't know. What, did, what Do you know what happened? I don't know what happened. Oh, <laughs> they don't know themselves. They're going through this tremendous metamorphosis. They're Bruce Banner turning into the Hulk, and oh. it's not pretty. <laughs> So we're trying to parent teens with a smile on our face. Oh, what yeah. is a cool, confident, maybe even positive way to respond to teens' remarks that that are very critical? One of my difficult children, and I and I stress one of my difficult children, <laughs> not one of my children, or, or my difficult child, one of my difficult children. Okay. Uh, my wife said to me years later, if I knew that she'd be married with, with children mm-hmm. and, and set up a normal household, I would have been able to handle everything. Mm-hmm. The answer is... You don't see beyond the teenage. One day these people are going to be adults and they'll probably be responsible adults. And the amazing thing that I've learned is they remember your values and what you stand for and what you do and what you bring across. They incorporate that into later life. Just because they're crazy now doesn't mean that they're going to be crazy forever. They will grow out of it. Well, that's great. I think our collective blood pressure is going down. I appreciate your insights about raising teenagers so much, Rabbi Orlovsky. It is a pleasure. Thank you. And there are many excellent resources on H.com about parenting in general, as well as a bunch of articles, videos, and audio classes specifically about teenagers. Check them out. And thanks for listening. 